0: right of speak the universe listens what we love doing is inspiring and providing the tools needed for our listeners all over the globe to be your best selves to live your best lives and to easily create abundance in your relationships finances and health today's episode we are having a special guest nin asia riel and I'm super excited to have her on the show with us today. She is absolutely one of my favorite people in the entire world. We actually did a project together. We actually started a school together years ago. And it was an amazing experience. And I credit Nin Acia with introducing me to um, one of the books that I claim as the book that changed my life, which was Deepak Chopra's. The seven spiritual laws of success and so in that book she and I we studied that book and we practiced all the principles and it just allowed us to really talk and delve into topics that were we were experimenting with back then and as it as time went on we really saw the results of the book blossom in our lives and so I'm so happy to have you here today um, so welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, Arvet. and you know I love you, and thank you for those kind words.
0: <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> so Nanaseya, I understand that you just recently took a trip to India. How was your trip? Oh my goodness, it was so amazing, and I haven't really shared all of it with any one person because it was just so much to take in. I was there for 31 days. Wow. Mm-hmm. And. um It was kind of, about a year ago, I took a break from working and I said that I was on a quest to find myself spiritually, uh, to go even deeper than what I had ever gone before. And so uh, I saw a video on Facebook of a young girl who was doing body scanning and she was able to pinpoint um, diseases in a person's body and then heal them on the spot. And so I was completely amazed by that. And so the first thing that came to my mind was who is this young girl's guru? Um, I had heard about gurus. I know a lot of people go on these journeys to India looking for a guru, but that was a path that I never, um, I never ventured off into, but until I saw this girl. And so once I started doing research about who was her teacher, it led me to a website about a program called Mahasadashi Voham. And in this program, it was teaching people how to um, become, go from human to superhuman. So, you know, that title just really captured, my attention human to superhuman and it was tapping into your the the powers that lie within all of us um it wasn't like they were teaching us something that you know to me on the outside looking in it looked like something you would see on hollywood but once i was there i learned that it was a natural gift that all of us have and anyone can tap into. So my journey to India led me to so many discoveries about myself, so many um, incompletions that I was able to become complete with and I was able to manifest things beyond my own mag- imagination, things that I didn't know I had the ability to do before. I knew in theory but not in practice wow so <laughs> so when,
0: exciting. yeah so when you say incompletions into completion what do you mean by that well there are
1: things in our lives that um we may have we we may be incomplete with and these are our blind spots things that are holding us back from manifesting our true desires so um it could be something as small as, well, I'm not going to say it's small, but something as big as manifesting wealth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us want more abundance, want more wealth in our lives, but we can't see or hear the story and the the verbiage that's going on in our head that is our blind spot that's preventing us from actually manifesting those things. And so when we say uh, from... Incompletion to completion is when that blind spot is put in front of your face as a mirror and you're able to see it and it's like, oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a complete shift. You know, it's it's a complete shift once you see it and you truly internalize like that is it. And you have that shift, then the, it's like a whole nother no, 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 world. Mm -hmm. opens up to you
0: so you see it and you recognize it so you're able to deal with it at that point and let it go to free yourself yes okay wow so you were able to do that in a short amount of time you were in India um well it well the program was 31 days
1: and and studies have shown that it takes about 25 days to form a specific habit so while we were there um there was a series of things that, they, that we had to do to get to our light body. And when I say light body, both metaphysically and you know physically, um, light body. So the first part of the program was a detox, a, a serious detox. And the detox uh, was like we had to um, eat a certain way. So they had us on this vegetarian diet and we had to cleanse our bodies a certain way so every day we had to do um, enemas and cleanse our nose and cleanse our eyes and all kinds of drink i mean drink herbal you know concoctions and Mm -hmm. and things to just expel uh the stuff that's weighing us physically Mm -hmm. down so we had to release all of that then the mental part of the program is when we started to detox all of that mental good that we were holding on since childhood um those st- stuff that's been passed on to us we don't mm. even know that you know like some of it is ours but then some of it was passed on to us and we bought into it and so a lot of that had to be released so when you are we're like 14 days in the program and we're <laughs> detoxing you know expelling all of these different things and then when you have a mental release it's like it can be very tearful very yeah, emotional. Yeah, emotional um but you have to let it all go or at least that's what the process they process they took us to is to let all of that go before we could get to the spiritual part mm-hmm. you had to get you had to be as, almost as light as a feather you had to you know just. It's, it's it's not like you're pretending like it didn't happen, but it's like once you know what is there, especially with the physical stuff. Um, they, they taught us, you know, how in in church they may say uh, you have spirit attachments, or some people say demons, or you know, th- they use those type of words. Well, and then in the medical term, they'll say uh, it's bacteria, uh, or you know that that stuff. Um, so when it's leaving the body, you are your body is responding in a way it's almost like it doesn't want to let it go. You get really sick because like that's your stuff mm-hmm. and a part of you don't want to let it go um but once you release it and let it go, it's like you feel like a brand new person, you feel like a completely different person, and then you're able to. Um, when they were giving us exercises to do small things and this stuff is going to sound like
0: Hold on, hold on one second. I wanted to back up just a second. So, what is the process of letting it go? Like, how did you even become aware of what your incompletion was and then release it?
1: Well, it was just like if you were going to a seminar and they take you through this whole mental process to get to the root cause of what it is that is um, holding you back from? or what? Okay, so there is a there's a there's a belief that there's a mental cause to every illness of the body, right? So once you get down to the belief or the the root of it to see, well, why is the why? You know, for the people who had diabetes that was there, or the people who had um, cancer that was there, it was something. It was a recurring thought. That once they dug deep, it was coming up. So some of the pain and the trauma that we were, they, you know, that was coming up was something that happened a long time ago that manifested into this this illness. This right, yeah, yeah. So, um, so fast forward to get to the spiritual part. Um, We were charged with small tasks. Um, which they thought was small, but they were huge for me because mm-hmm. I was the type of person like I would, you know, I'll go and um, I'm not one that'll say, oh, uh, let me do a reading on you or let me mm-hmm. scan you and I'm not that person. So but I might go to someone and say, oh, tell mm-hmm. me about myself. <laughs> <laughs> so there, you know, some people were, were coming to this guru and coming to this program wanting another person to heal them. But the program was designed for you to heal yourself and because the power is within you. So when we were given small tasks and so one of the tasks was to manifest, well, to shrink something, I'll say shrink something. So we were given, I had a, a key, a room key and to the hotel and we had to measure that key and then we were given a a task, and once you follow that task, you'll re-measure the key, and the key will be smaller, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, when you're in a room with, it was like 850 people there, and you see like 80% of the people are actually manifesting things that seem to be unbelievable in the Western world, but it was, you're seeing it with your own eyes, It's it's like the mind works where you believe what you can see. And so there were people who were able to produce things out of nothing. Like we were given two bowls. Mm -hmm. One bowl may have some powder, some white Vibuti powder, and the other bowl would have nothing. And so we would have to transport the powder from one bowl to the other without touching and so there were multiple people who were able to do that. And so I'm sitting there following the task and I'm like, okay, I'm concentrating, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to get it done. And I'm looking at my bowl it's like, oh, it's nothing there. And so, um, so one of the people who were guiding us, they came and they said, well, let take a closer look at your bowl and so when I took my finger and and wiped around the bowl it was all this white powder that was mm-hmm. there so the dust had you know had begun to to go over that wasn't there before so it was certain power manifestations everyone could do or majority of people could do and some people had some trouble with it and if you had trouble with it those are the things that you had to figure out well what is the blind spot? What is the thing that's holding you back from producing that? And when you're dealing with increasing and shrinking something, um, if you can get something small to increase in size or decrease in size, then that power manifestation will transfer into, well, you can decrease a tumor or, you know, you can move on to something greater. So these were the types of things that I was exposed to, like all kinds of stuff, um, changing someone's um, temperature of their body, um, moving objects, rolling coconuts out of someone's hand just with the mind. Um, I've witnessed people levitating, um, just all kinds of stuff. And the one of the most amazing things that I saw was that or oh, what I found was that the children that were there were able to manifest so much faster than the adults because
0: they have less exactly.
1: stuff, <laughs> They're weighing them down to get to that source mm-hmm. energy. And that's what we were tapping into. We were tapping into that oneness of all. And I found that, um, for example, the um, one of the exercises was remote viewing. And I found that I was able to do that with ease. And it's the moment that it clicked for me is the moment, whoever was sitting in front of me, that was my partner, the moment that I looked at them and I saw myself like I could, like that person is me, we're the same, we're one, then it was just like a sense of knowing came over me. So when they say, oh, look into this person's third eye and, and you know, if they holding the image of their house and you're describing everything in this particular room in their house, it was almost like I was that person. So I knew what the room looked like, and I was describing it with such accuracy that the woman that was my partner, she almost fell off her chair. She didn't even, she couldn't believe. You know, because we, we were all new and we were learning this, these uh-huh. things. Um, but the people there, it was just something that was a natural thing. That they do. It wasn't night. a big thing for them, it was a big thing for us that was coming from the West. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: Well, there are two things that you say. Um, One thing is speaking about the lady that was your partner and Mm -hmm. how once you saw the oneness, that you all were the same, kind of like the universe is one song, we're all the same. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing you said was when you're in a room with 850 people who are doing it, 80% of the people are doing it, it makes it easy for you to do it too. Yeah. And, yeah, I think those are amazing things just to Mm -hmm. point out to – really understand because we see that anyway every day in the sense of um like there's an exercise group that i belong to and they do all kinds of i say they but i guess i should include myself yes (laughs) (laughs) but we do all kinds of crazy physical activities and um when i'm looking and I'm seeing what they're doing for the first time, I'm looking like mm mm, not our best <laughs> our best not getting up there. But then when I see everybody else do it and everybody else is successful, then I'm like, okay, well let me try it. <laughs> and so, um we see we kinda can see the power of community and union mm. in everything we do anyway. But it's it's just really amazing when you think about, okay, if everybody else can do something like um what did you say put a powder move powder from one bowl to another without touching it (laughs) then you can't i mean i I just think that's like incredible it is just to even think about I'm like how would a person even do that because when you would
1: describe it and i'm like okay you know how how do you do that were you amazed i know you had to be amazed listen i was sitting there watching it i was a watchful observer But when you're in the environment, you're forced to participate. You can't just watch. You're immediately paired up with people. And they just tell you what to do. And you just do it and see what happens. And then when it happens, it's like, you mean to tell me I could have been doing this the whole time? (laughs) But you don't know until you, you know act in spite of fear. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you know, you step outside Mm -hmm. of yourself and push yourself beyond what you think you Mm -hmm. can do.
0: Great. So I'm glad you said, I'm going to stop you right there with act in spite of fear, because I really want to get into that topic. And we are out of time for today's show, but definitely your trip to India sounds amazing. And I hope that, you know, it would be terrific if I could make it there one day. <laughs> and follow in your footsteps in terms of meeting with the guru that you met with and have that type of experience. But hopefully this is an eye-opening experience. Your experience has helped us all to open our eyes a little bit wider as to what our possibilities are. So thanks again for coming on, and we will talk to you again very soon.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. Until next time, this is our vet. This is Diana. Bye. Bye.